0: Hello, friends, and welcome to The Chris Show. I, if you'll remember, a couple weeks ago, my microphone stopped connecting to my laptop for whatever reason, and all of my audio has been recorded through my laptop, and I was going to Google how to fix it. Anyway, somehow, my recording program, Audacity, just shut down, and then I turned it back on, and now it's showing up that I can have my audio go through my cute little snowball microphone but here's the thing you guys I tried it I did some sound checks and the sound quality of the recording through just my laptop is significantly better so somebody somebody explain that to me because I don't get it this is a good microphone or at least that's what they tell me maybe maybe I'm just a sucker maybe they got me so good on you snowball microphone because I bought it and I used it but, I mean, maybe, it, maybe it's just Apple. App, Apple, man. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought all those years ago when we were sitting using Macintosh computers that looked like cubes. Not even cubes. They looked like, what did they look like? They were rectangles with this little tiny screen on it. Anyway. And now look where we are with them can't live without them i my apple watch broke a couple weeks ago have i told you guys about this i'm going to tell you about it if i haven't already so a couple weeks ago my screen the face of my apple watch just stopped working it would still vibrate like when i got a text message it would still vibrate it would let me know that there were things that were happening but i could not see anything on my on my watch now i get my apple watch through my life insurance Which makes sense because they want, like, life insurance, right? If you have healthy people who are buying life insurance, it's just easy money. Because there's a good chance, if they are healthy and active, that they are not going to cost you anything as far as insurance goes. Unless something freak crazy happens. Anyway, the chances of somebody healthy needing to use their life insurance are smaller than an unhealthy person. So, they get... uh, they my insurance company will buy me this apple watch and then every month as long as i'm hitting these activity goals which i do <laughs> i'm going to toot my own horn which i do and then i don't have to pay that month for my apple watch and you do that for however many months and then your apple watch is paid off and whatever so that's what i do and i'm like great i'll just it's been a while i'm sure i'm up for a renewal i'll just get a new apple watch i am up for a renewal went to go get the new apple watch and they were like we are sorry, we are no longer accepting orders for Apple Watches because Apple is about to announce their brand new Apple Watches, and we've had experiences in the past where they have cancelled our watch orders because new ones are coming out. And so in order to prevent that, we are just holding off on taking any orders at all until the new Apple Watch has been announced. The Apple Watch was announced. Let me look at my watch. Fourteen days ago is announced. 14 days ago, it was released, uh, I want to say six days ago, maybe four, I don't know, was it the 20th, September 20th, 22nd, something like that, it's been out, and my insurance company has not updated their website, and I have not been able to order my new Apple watch yet, and it's really stressful, now, I said a few minutes ago, I'm going to check my watch, it's because I have an angel friend who let me borrow her old one, because I don't think I could survive without it. And it's not the, it's not that I have to know every time I get a text message. It's not that I have to know every time somebody likes something on Instagram. It's that I have reminders set for when I need to leave to go get my kids from school, from preschool, when somebody is coming over. I have all of these reminders programmed into my phone. And guys, I can't keep track of my phone half the time. If I don't have my watch attached to me so that I can ping my phone and find it, I am, a, I am a mess. I am a lost cause. I am a shell of a human being. So what is the point of all of this? The point is Apple is great. Apple watches are awesome. And I really just need my insurance company to update their website so that I can get my brand new Apple watch. In the meantime, I'm really grateful for my friend who's letting me borrow this. Thank you. You know who you are. Love you. Let us move on. Hello, friends. Last week, if you'll remember, we talked about how I cannot do scary movies. And I told you a very long story about how I watched a scary movie, which was stupid, and then proceeded to, in my mind, be chased by a serial killer for the next two hours, which I maintain could have been... I mean, for all I know, there could have been a serial killer in the house. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, please pause and listen to that one. It will make this week's episode makes so much more sense. Moving on. I maintain that there could have been a serial killer in the house and maybe he just had second thoughts. Maybe he was like, you know what? This girl's kind of a, she's kind of a stress case. Like there's, there's something not quite right there. We're just going to, we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. And this poor dude probably has to deal with her. So he's got enough on his plate. I'm just going to, there's enough torture in that. I'm going to leave him alone. So moving on, that is, those were the circumstances surrounding, uh, where we left, where we left off. So we were leaving from my boyfriend's house in Idaho to go spend a couple of days in a place called Island Park, which is right next to West Yellowstone. And we were getting a cabin in the woods and that's where we were vacationing. So Here's the thing, in retrospect, that cabin was, it was a, it was a beautiful cabin. It was large. It was spacious. It was very picturesque what you would want for, for, for a cabin, like wood and anyway. But, but when one has just been terrified by an all too real seeming could happen in real life movie, you do not want to be staying out in a cabin in the middle of of the woods where no one can hear you scream. We showed up to this cabin. The people who were with us, it was my boyfriend's family, right? So he had four, he was one of four. Um, he had a brother and a sister who were married. I think his brother had kids too at the time. Uh, I mean, his brother, obviously I would assume still has kids, but he also had those, they're old enough that they were there anyway. So his husband, it was his brother and his wife and their kids. And they got a room in this big cabin, right? His mom and his dad got a room. He had a sister who was also married. So she and her husband got a room. And then he and then my boyfriend and his younger brother were sharing a loft upstairs um, attached to like this big, beautiful living room. And everybody kind of branched off. And then that was the main part of the house. And then there was the entry. And then you went off into this little annexed area. That had another living room. Separated. Uh, Very nice. Very quiet. Very private. And that is where they expected me to stay. (laughs) Which I get. It was. It had a bathroom. It had. It had a pull out couch bedroom. I had it all to myself. As the only member. Only person who was not a member of this family. I appreciate the fact. That they were giving me my space. But. I was convinced that someone was trying to kill me. I did not want my space. I wanted to be around people. I wanted to be around people all of the time. And I don't remember exactly how I expressed to them. Or who exactly I expressed this to. That I did not want to stay in this little annex part of the house. That I just, it it would not end well for me there. I would they would either wake up and find me in a pool of blood or they would wake up and find me missing. Either one was bound to happen. So I opted to use the couch in the middle of this living room where all of the bedrooms went off from this main living room. We just pulled out the couch and that was that was where I was going to sleep. Super convenient, I'm sure for everybody else, but it's where I felt safest until until our first night, our first night when I was sleeping there, uh, or getting ready to go to bed. And I was laying there. I think everybody else had turned in. Uh, and as I was, you know, inhabiting the common area, I was probably one of the last ones to go to sleep sitting there. I look around, it's dark outside and, uh, there are no shades on these windows. Not only are there no shades on these huge windows that look into the woods where you cannot see anything that is going on out there, but anybody can look in to where the light is and see you. Not only that, but there were animal heads. Very, very tasteful animal heads, but animal heads nonetheless, mounted on the walls, which just added to a creepy ambiance all by yourself so this is what I did you guys I'm not proud of this and uh, like I said if anybody if anybody knows the ex-boyfriend that I'm talking about maybe next time you talk to him just I, I, if it comes up which I realize it won't but if it does if it comes up maybe ask him for his take on that because I would I honestly would love to hear his side of the story because he probably thought I was a raving lunatic I had to fall asleep you guys. With him sitting next to me, reading scripture. You guys, I'm not kidding. That is how I had to fall asleep every single night. And then, at some point, I would fall asleep. And then he could leave. And he could go up into the loft. And he could then, you know, get his beauty rest. Now, that's how I had to fall asleep. I did not necessarily sleep through the night and one particular night I think I was I think I was only there for two like two or three nights not long at all but I woke up in the middle of the night the windows were not covered the animals were staring at me from the walls and it was pitch black. And I went, Jason, (gasps) Jason, positive someone was going to jump out at me. So what I did, I'm sure over the course of probably, it probably took me a good half hour, 45 minutes to get up the courage to get out of my bed where I was, I I felt safe-ish to get out of my bed, creep like army crawl across the floor, go up the stairs, also trying not to wake his family. Because that would be awkward and embarrassing. It was one thing to have this boy who loved me uh, have to deal with the crazy that was going through my head. But to have to explain it and like have his whole family witness it even more than they already were. Just wasn't something I wanted to do at probably 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Crept up the stairs. His brother's sleeping right there too. I crept up to where he was sleeping. It's like, Jason. Jason, I'm awake. You have to come read scriptures to me again. So bless his heart. Do do you want to know what he did? He did not tell me that I was an insane person and send me on my merry way. He got up, came downstairs, and read scripture to me until I fell back asleep. Guys, he was probably thrilled when I had to leave the vacation (laughs) to go home because I had to work and he and his family were staying there for a couple more days but he probably he probably got to sleep through the night he probably uh I mean he probably wasn't reading the scriptures as much so I mean I can say you're welcome for that but he was probably he's probably thrilled to have a little bit of of normalcy back in his life so what is the moral of this story the moral of the story is I don't watch scary movies I, I, no one wants to deal with that. And I love my husband so much. Okay. He is, he is wonderful. He is the man of my dreams, but I also know that he would not be as, mm, how do I put this? He, he would not be as happy about it or as What word am I looking for? Just, he wouldn't, he would not be thrilled if I were to wake him up in the middle of the night because I was frightened and ask him to read scriptures to me until I fell asleep. I know he loves me. I know he loves me so much, but that is just something that he would, he just, he would not be, he would not be pleased with that. He would be just fine if I were to wake him up in the middle of the night for other things, but not reading scripture because I'm scared. So. I'm just gonna avoid scary movies, okay? There's plenty of other stuff out there, and he and he knows this about me. Darren knows that I do not watch scary movies. I don't watch violent movies. There's too much of that in the real world, and I don't know. After becoming a mom, I just can't do the the bam bam shoot 'em up any kind of like violent. I just, I I, I, I can't. I feel it in a different way, and I don't like it. So why would I subject myself to that, either? So, no Bam Bam Shoot'em Up movies, uh, no scary movies. So, basically, I watch, I watch comedies. That's what I do. Right now, we're binge-watching The Office, and it's great. And I do not have nightmares. I have very pleasant dreams. Actually, I can't really remember my dreams. Anyway, point is, guys, I do not watch scary movies. So, if you ever invite me to go watch a scary movie with you, my answer to you will be H. No. But I love you anyway. All right, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye, guys.